0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast. From Monday, December 4th, 2023. What's going on? How are ya? Oh, 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 Zampic. You know. Jesus Christ, how many fucking times can they play that commercial during NFL Sunday? da da da-da-da. So I fucking... I'm sitting there going, oh, Zempik. now you know that's got a ton of side effects, right? You know it does. You know, it's got a ton of that. You know, a lot of people out there who either got the jab or didn't, they're still going to take this shit, right? Everything has a side effect. You know, you fall in love. There's a side effect. You lose your friends. Um. <laughs> so I'm sitting there thinking like, who the fuck sang that? It's, it's, the real song is, oh, 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 it's magic when you're blowing me. I don't know. I don't know how the fucking lyrics go, but whatever. It's, it's a romantic song. So I go to look it up because I'm like, who the fuck sold their song to this drug company? You know, did they have a bunch of hits? Did they only have one? There was a Scottish band named Pilot. And evidently they had three hits, one of them called January and something else. I don't know what. I never heard of this shit. Wait, I actually got my information in front of me this week. Look at me. Double click. You got to use the two fingers or else you're not going to have it. All right. Let's see here. Pilot is a Scottish rock group formed in Edinburgh. Uh, best known for the song January and O, 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 Just a smile and call me round. But only January and Magic have their own pages. So I'm imagining that those were must, much bigger... Uh, Much bigger hits, whatever. So yeah, they're like basically two hit wonders. They had the hit back in 1973 or 75, 77, around there. They need some money. So along comes these drug peddling sons of bitches, Ozempic. And they go, hey, hey, buddy, buddy. Because they're like 70 now. Hey, over here. What? Aren't you the guy from Pilot? And they're like, yeah. Listen, I got this new drug to lose weight. You know, common side effects are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, constipation. Serious side effects are pancreatitis, hypoglycemia, gallbladder problems, allergic reaction, kidney failure, changes in vision. Um, other people are saying it could possibly lead to thyroid cancers, pancreatitis, and pancreatic cancer. Could we have your song? Oh, what song is it? That? that magic song. And the guy's probably like, oh, I'm sick of singing it. Yeah, okay. Except we're not going to go, oh, it's magic. We're going to go, oh, zampic, And they're gonna, And he's like, what the fuck is that? And then they jab it in his neck. And a week later, he dies of pancreatic cancer. And then they don't have to pay him residuals. That's my conspiracy theory, which I'm big on this week. I'm big on the conspiracy theories this week because they slid in this thing. They slid it in. Lubed up this bill. They always have shit attached to a bill. Why can you attach shit to a bill? I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm oh, 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 really, Like That was a mashup for all the kids listening. Oh, shit. You saw what he just did. <clears throat> I will never understand the fascination with mashups. It's like, oh, my God. It's like you found two songs that were the same tempo. What is the fucking odds of that? Pretty high. Pretty high. Why? Because white guys hate dancing. So they they try to keep it at a certain amount of BPM so we can just sort of walk around the fucking dance floor and do our required one dance at a wedding. Do you know how many white guys have that contract with their wife? I'm going to dance to one song at the wedding then I'm going back to the bar. Right, sweetheart? All right. Here I go again on the dance floor Walking around in a fucking circle till it's done Right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you name one fucking thing that your wife hates as much as you hate dancing that you that you could possibly get her to do in public in front of everybody it's fucking amazing it's amazing that they do it right so anyways Ozempic. i've seen that fucking commercial like 98 fucking times um I want to write an answer song. Why don't you have a salad? You fat fuck. There are no shortcuts. There you tubby. Hey there, tubby tits. You want to lose a fucking... You want to lose your tits? You sick of having tits? You sick of looking like half a bull and a fucking... You look like a bull that's transitioning to be a cow? (laughs) Why don't you just fucking eat right? They don't want to do it. They literally, this is a classic example of they literally want to have their cake and eat it and have abs. It's not how it works. All right? I got two words for you when it comes to desserts. Lay off! You'd think that I started drinking coffee again, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, I'm high on sobriety right now. No cigars, no coffee. Those are my two things. And the occasional weed, gummy, That occasionally gets out of control. And then I fucking, you know, smoke weed like every night for like 10 days. And I'm doing, what am I doing? I'm not Cheech. I'm not Chong. All right. I'm Billy Redface. I'm a drunk. I laid off the booze. Don't start another bad habit. So, I don't know. I know I got a good fight. I got a good fight with my wife, my wife. Before I do that, before before I bring this up. Before I bring this up, let me, let me do, I got to do the, uh, my tour dates for 2024 are coming out, right? I love promoting right as I take a fucking break, promoting more goddamn work that I'm going to have to go do. Um, all right. All my tour dates. What is it here? Tour date announcements for MMP. All shows pre-sale starts Tuesday, December 6th with the code BURR, B-U-R-R. All right, and let's let's see where old Bill's gonna go. Huh? Oh no, road again! Chica boom, 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 boom. Just can't wait to. Get, I actually can't wait. I can wait till February. I have uh, the Rancho in Rancho Mirage, California. I am at the show Agua Calente Rancho Mirage. It sounds like it's going to be a bunch of white people eating salsa. All right, I got that one in February. Then uh, I'm just going to read where I'm going to be. You can look all of these fucking things up, okay? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Vancouver, British Columbia. Salt Lake City. I haven't been there in a long time. I love the Mormons. She's still a virgin. She's just taking it in the ass. Gary, Indiana in March. Oh, why are you going to Indianapolis, Bill, on March 9th? Because I got a show at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse, um, Detroit, Michigan, at the Little Caesars Arena, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, these are all fun, blue-collar fucking baseball, football fucking town, basketball towns, St. Louis, Missouri, Um, Phoenix, Arizona, Columbus, Ohio. This is in May. Nashville, Tennessee, Winston, Salem, North Carolina, getting down there to Tobacco Road, Uh, Denver, San Jose, Winnipeg, London, Ontario. And then I have a, a, uh, I have, I can sort of tease this. I'm going to a different continent. I'm going to a continent that I've never been to before. That's also coming up next year. Oh, it's going to be fun trying to line it up with the MotoGP race, giving you some hints here, giving you some hints. So anyway, I had a great little fucking battle with my wife, right? I'm sitting there, about ready to go out to dinner. Friend of ours, it was her birthday, right? And I'm laying there and I'm watching, uh, I'd watched Alabama roll Tad roll over them fucking rescue dogs in Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs. I was rooting for Georgia, you know? Because I'm just not, I mean, I love... I've always loved Alabama, and I've always, you know, got to respect Nick Saban. I loved Alabama back when they had Bear Bryant, but like I didn't watch college football for a long time. So when I came back, just to give you the backstory, just in case you're new to the podcast, I wasn't going to just bandwagon and jump on the juggernaut that is Alabama football, but I have respected them. So, um, you know, I thought when they uh, when they had that exchanged in the fourth quarter and they fumbled the ball, and Alabama, Georgia didn't, Alabama recovered it. I literally sent to all my buddies on the football text uh, that Robert Shaw and Jaws, when he goes, farewell and do my little Spanish lady. Farewell and do oh, ladies of Spain. Whatever that whole thing. I was just like, that's it. They get a punching in here for a touchdown. This game's over. Unbeknownst to me, they only got a field goal. And they kind of went back and forth. You guys saw the game. So they won it. I mean, unbelievable. I'm telling you, there's an unwritten rule. Alabama can only have one loss, and they have to be in the playoffs. Playoffs. And then Washington beats Oregon, and then all of a sudden you start hearing Ohio State's name being brought up. And I'm just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. These fucking guys, they get in even when they don't get in every fucking year. And then I started thinking the conspiracy is if Michigan and Ohio State ever met each other in the playoffs, playoffs for the championship, that would be the highest rated, I would think, right? That would be like... I don't know, Alabama and Auburn or you see a show. So I'm watching the Michigan, Iowa game, which once again, the under came in. Got to give a shout out to my, my, my buddy in high school keeps telling me the Iowa under the Iowa under the Iowa under this year. And, And ever since he told me that it was 27 and a half, the Iowa under came in. It was 25 and a half, the lowest under over under college football history, final score, 13 to 10, 23 points. You're a winner, I guess, with the uh, the Michigan game. I remember they were, they were up 10 to nothing at the half, and they're going, well, does this affect Michigan's rating? It's like Iowa has an incredible defense, and their offense stinks. If you're up 10 to nothing on them, it's like you're up, like, you know, 21-nothing. It's like three goddamn scores there. So, Bill, are you going to get to the part where you had the fight? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So, I... um. I ended up, uh, I don't know, they went to some, side, some sideline reporter, this lady who does a wonderful job or whatever. I got to say this because, so she's sitting there going like, and Jim Harbaugh was saying at the half, you know, I asked him about this player on Iowa and, you know, uh, he, you know, he said he didn't hit me, he still didn't have an answer for it. And I yelled to the TV, I'm like, well, he's not going to fucking tell you, sweetheart. Why would he say on TV what he's going to fucking do? And then I just was like, I just don't fucking get. This is like football. This was a way to get away from women. And now they're, they're, they're all over the place. Like, like they fucking, you know, you just can't get away from them. And I saw so I caught a knee. I'm like, why, why can't they just fucking. Why don't they do the WNBA in women's sports and just have all the guys do guy sports? We'll watch our shit. You watch your shit. We'll be away from each other. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And she's like, Do you know ignorant you that right now? And da 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 starts reading me the riot act. So You know me. You know me. I'm like a fucking ginger wolverine. I fucking, I just dig in and I go even harder. <laughs> and I basically started making the points I made in my fucking bit. Going like, why? Like, whatever. That thing I did on Red Rocks, whatever. Long story short. How the fight ended. I just looked at her. And I go, do you realize how far feminism has come that I literally have to sit here and act like I'm excited that there's a woman on the sidelines at an NFL football game? (laughs) I have to pretend that I'm happy about that. I'm not like overly upset about it, but like she goes, why don't you like him there? I go, because the coach has to change his fucking demeanor because he's talking to a lady. You know, I liked when Parcells, when a guy would ask a dumb question, he go, "What? What did you say, you stupid fuck? I'll rip your dick off and feed it to your mother, right?" Next question, whatever he used to say. You can't do that with a woman. He go, oh, it's a woman, and I, I think it's a dumb question, but if I tell her that she said a du- something stupid, I'm going to be considered misogynistic." There's got to be a place. Where can you go? You know. Do we infiltrate your brunch? I don't know. It was just, it was a stupid fucking argument, right? So then, so then it's just like, you know, we're experienced. We're an experienced couple at this point. So she's just go, are we really going to do this before we go out and bring this energy to dinner? And, you know, in my head, I said no, but I didn't say anything to her. So then she starts going like, "Ah." You know, like when when they're over it and you're not quite over it and then they just start to have like a fucking like small talk conversation, trying to like bring it around like, uh, you want to do maybe some Christmas shopping for the, with the kids, for the kids tomorrow? And I'm just like, yeah, all right, cool. Ask me a couple more questions. I'm just like, yeah, all right, cool. But I'm not looking at her. She's like, are you like still mad at me? And it's like, well, I'm not happy. I'm like, no, I'm over it. She goes, well, you're not looking at me when you're talking to me. So I just fucking look at her and stare at her. You know what I mean? It's just like, how much of the, why don't you just get some batteries and put them in my back and just fucking remote control me? I don't know. It was just one of those things where, uh, you know, it it was stupid. I shouldn't have said it. I fucking said it. I, su- I meant it in the moment, but afterwards, I don't give a fuck that they're on the sideline. I don't give a shit. You know, I don't, I'm just what I really think. I don't think anybody's be on the sideline. I don't like when the fucking, the guys run into the, I liked the mystery of it. I don't want you the guys like running half off the field and then he has to fucking talk to you. Like this whole weird thing. You know, I was watching a little bit of that Duke Georgia Tech basketball game and they got this camera angle where you're just hovering over the fucking game. I'm like, what am I doing right now? Am I losing oxygen to my brain? Am I fantasizing that this is happening right now? I feel like I'm. I'm. It's like I'm riding in a drone. Um, oh, Billy, old man is coming out in force. So I mentioned earlier that uh, the conspiracy theory. I'm trying to stay away from it because last night I went to dinner and there was a couple people like talking conspiracy you know, saying like sunblock is actually all bullshit. Uh, The sun doesn't cause cancer. What causes cancer is what you eat and actually skin cancer. What actually causes cancer is putting that shit on your skin. I'm like, guys, you know, I'm I'm trying to fucking, you know, trying to have an appetizer here. All right. (laughs) Of all the conspiracies you could bring up, are you really going to talk to a ginger about sunblock and say that it's going to give him cancer? I don't fucking need that. So, um, And of course, I'm taking it all in going, yeah, this is fucking this. Yeah, I bet this is true, right? So um, I wake up this morning and I end up seeing something online where it says all cars in 2026 are going to be required to have a kill switch that the cops and the government can basically shut off your fucking car. And of course, then this is the thing. They attach it to a bill, which is about something else. Probably should kids have healthy drinking water, you know? Why, yes, they should. All in favor, yes. And then attached to it is this this another level of fucking control. They're saying that it's for drunk drivers. And it's like, all right, well, what do you have to do? Take a breathalyzer to get into your fucking car? I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I don't give a shit about that you know, but a kill switch so you can't like leave or escape. So then all of a sudden it becomes this thing where if all of a sudden, if they want to like make sure nobody goes anywhere, they can shut off everybody's car in like 10 years. Once 90% of people are driving like a car that's by 2036. So here's how you beat that everybody. Because what we're going to do right now is we're all going to like everybody on the right is going to be, thank you, Joe Biden, for the kill switch thing. Like he came up with this. Like Joe Biden comes up with anything. He's lost his fucking mind. He should be in a home. Right. They're going to blame blue ties and red ties. If, if If Trump had won the election, this shit would still be happening because the president doesn't run anything. I've been telling you this forever. The president is basically. When you have a delayed flight at the airport, you know that person behind the counter that you yell at, you know, and you say, I'm never flying your airline again, like it's their airline. It's not their airline. Whoever owns the airline, you're never going to meet them. You're never going to know their fucking name. They don't even fly the airline. They fly private. That's what the president is. So this is easily defeated. If people would do it. All right. All you do is everybody just starts walking to work. You just start walking everywhere, and everybody just uses less gas, okay? And the oil companies, other than the banks, is probably the biggest dick that the fucking politicians have to suck, you know, other than the banks. So if all of a sudden they're not getting their money, and they can't buy their yachts, you know, the, the, the fucking guys at that level that are, com- that are competing with, like, the Amazon guy. Like, why is this nerd with his package company living across the street from me? <laughs> I'm an oil baron. <clears throat> I'm an oil baron. I should have a bigger house than this motherfucker. They probably get involved in petty shit like that. You know, they sit at night and they're upset. Because on one side of them is the guy from Amazon and on the other side is the guy who created fucking two guys, a girl in a pizza place. And they're sitting there like, hey, he's just like, these people are beneath me. You fucking, you're a glorified UPS guy and, and, and you made a fucking sitcom and you're next to me. My company starts wars. I need a bigger fucking house, right? So here's the deal. If everybody just starts fucking walking, nobody's going to do this, right? Because that'll be too hard i live too far away you can ride a bicycle buy one of those little fucking electric bikes right and then if we all go to work if we all walk to work guess what you won't need anymore oh 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 Zampic. you know we're riding to work this is what we should, what we should all do <clears throat> over the next what do we got we got two years to get ready for the kill switch Everybody goes out and buys a bicycle. All right? And you get extra points if you buy the three wheeled one. So you got a big basket in the back for your fat neighbor and you can fucking, you know, get him down the hill or whatever, onto level ground. <clears throat> Help the guy. You let I don't know. I was gonna say let fat people dry to work. I have no idea. Um Anyway, there is ways around. You, you, we, could, we could defeat all of these things if they hadn't divided us with politics, race, sexuality, nationalism, and all of that. It's fucking, it's one of the most brilliant things. It's just fucking brilliant evil. So now they're going to be able to shut your fucking car off. Um, but here's the thing. They ain't going to get me because when I buy a car, I fall in love with it and I drive it into the ground. <clears throat> That's it. So I'm just going to keep my car. And then at some point, you know, will you be required? Oh dude, that's a fucking movie right there. A movie right there 20 years from now. It's up to fucking <laughs> <laughs> It's up to old people and broke ass people that are driving at least 20-year-old cars that don't have kill switch kill switches to rise up against an oppressive new world order. And they end up defeating it. <laughs> <laughs> Driving like 2019 fucking uh, Challengers and fucking, I don't know, whatever. whatever I don't even know what the car's names are anymore. They all look like fucking ovals to me with wheels on them. I did go out and get the Christmas trees today. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, ba-da-ba-doo, boo-boo-boo-boo. I took some Ozempic, my stomach hurts, I bought the tree, uh, and I feel like a jerk. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is the first year I didn't, I didn't take the F-100, I had the F-250 with the full-size fucking bed, unlike all you other cunts with your glorified station wagons that you're calling a truck, with your four-door fucking trucks with that little hot tub fucking bed you got back there. You don't have a truck. If your Christmas tree is is hanging off the back like fucking Ace Ventura sticking his head out the window, that's not a truck. If you can't stick a fucking eight-foot goddamn Christmas tree in the back. So I had that one in the back, and uh, then I always get my, uh, my daughter one. My son isn't old enough for one. I think by next year, I'll have to get him one, too. So I put it in her room, and, you know, I bring the tree stands back, right, They hook it up. Everybody's cool. I fucking tip everybody because I'm a big shot. And I'm driving down the street. And the lovely Nia, love of my life, right? My best friend who I fucking argue with about fucking chicks on the sideline, which is so stupid. I fucking, she texts me. And this is the best part about being married. Man, woman, they, whatever. Is when the person you fucking married, you know, goes, make sure you blah, 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 blah. And you already did it. She sent me a text message. She goes, make sure you get our daughter a Christmas tree. Don't forget. And at the next red light, I turned around and I took a picture of both trees in the bed of my truck. And I sent the photo to her. And then I wrote, don't ever insult me with a question like that again. <laughs> I fucking think I'm going to forget to get her the tree. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot for half a second, but I remembered up at the register. I'm like, "Oh wait, I got to get her one." Um, but I was also in my. I don't want to upset anybody because the parking lot was full, all right. And I had my big rig. <laughs> you know what? You know what my truck has had in the, be, in the bed. Let me see here. It's had two Christmas trees. This is how much my truck is like when I when I if I ever go to sell this, like how much money it's going to be worth. Because it doesn't have a kill switch. That's going to be a whole section of Mekam Auctions. Coming up next, we got some no kill switch fucking power coming up. We got a two, 2000 fucking 23 F-250. You're going to be able to like fucking bid on those things probably in the future. Um, anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here. Uh, I just realized I'm, i am got a bunch of cards out here. I'm writing another script. And you know, this is, this is the experience after you've written one movie. You know what I did when I had these things all laid out. I I numbered all of them. So that way, inevitably, when they get pushed around or something like that, over the course of the months, I can just put them right back together. See, what you're dealing with here, people, is the thinking man. Um, so, anyway, I got most of my Christmas shopping done. Um, I got two things lined up to get my wife. I'm gonna get it one more thing. All right, she's getting the old three piece here, and then what do you do? You always got to get them some stupid fucking I don't know, extra shit, just so they have something else to open. And uh, this year, I asked for I want to I want to take a barista class. Um, and then I also want to take one of those fucking driving classes where they teach you how to drive a car around the track using the throttle rather than turning the steering wheel the whole way like I was telling you guys uh on the last podcast. <clears throat> I'm into like the experiences. Um and I'm going to start giving away shit in my office. I got all kinds of books and stuff like that. Whatever you want, if you're into them, I'll sign them if that's what you want to do. I won't sign them. I just don't want to throw them out and have them in the fucking ocean. You know, although they are trees they will biodegrade. I'm basically going to keep like my high school yearbooks, and uh, what else is a couple here that I'm going to keep? Aren't there nothing that I'm looking at? Bill Walsh, find the winning edge. I got to keep that, right? Um, anyway, plowing ahead here. Do you guys watch the Pats fucking charges? I had that game on. Jesus Christ. Both of those teams, man. This guy in the booth said it. He goes, these teams just cannot move the ball down the field. Defenses are looking unstoppable today um, in the Chargers. Wow, what what a couple of setback years for those two teams, huh? So this week, I picked the Lions. These games haven't happened yet. The Lions happened. I had the Lions... I got the Eagles plus three. I think I took the Packers. I can't remember. And then I got the Rams minus three and a half. I hate the fucking 0.5. I hate the fucking 0.5. And I stayed away from the Texans. And they ended up, I think they covered. I think they beat the Broncos. Who knows? Who knows? Um, anyway, all right, let's do, the, uh, let's do the reads here. I'm walking all around my friggin' office slash garage here oh by the way Dean del Rey sent me this fucking thing I gotta I gotta show you this he sent me this all-star band with Dave Grohl um it's just a half hour of the most epic fucking music I think I'm like well, now that I brought it up let me let me just look so I can find the thing here and just do that instead of being like what fucking because then I'll forget and then I'll get all these emails going like Bill what the fuck brought the shit up and then he didn't say anything. Here's something, and this is great. If you want to do a half hour on the elliptical, uh, it says Dave Grohl play Warren Hayes Presents the Benefit Concert, Volume 20, Vinyl, Volume 1 or something. Just whatever. Just Dave Grohl, Warren Hayes Presents. It's just some of the most fucking, some of the most epic fucking, I don't know the whole vibe a bit, and just everybody could play. It's Chris Cheney on bass, and then I think it was the, that, that extra guitar player that they brought out, I want to say it was him, on the uh, Them Crooked Vultures tour, which I, I was there, I saw it. I was at the Wiltern. I saw that. Uh, speaking of that, I'm going to go to the Queens of the Stone Age concert. I'm excited about that, but I, I have reeds I have to do here. Oh, Billy Reeds. Oh, 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 fucking Azepic. Stop singing that song. I can't get it out of my head. Where are where my fucking... Where's my emails? Where are my emails? Yes, I still have a mouse. Yes, I still have a desktop computer. Yes, I'm fucking old. All right. Yeah, well, you, you say what you want, motherfucker. They ain't got no bitch switch on my car. That's what they're going to call it. And if you remove it, you know it's going to be a fucking felony. I'll tell you what's funny is these fucking these fucking hackers, they're going to figure out a way to just push that thing just to fuck with people as you're going down in the goddamn left lane. Like, how much more fucking control do they have to have over us? I just I don't understand it. It's like you got us. We're going to have a kill switch on the car. We're going to microchip all of them. You know what this is for? It's for when they come up with the robots to replace us. And when we try to rebel, we're not gonna be able to go anywhere. We're not gonna be able to drive anywhere. They're gonna know exactly where the fuck we are. And then your fucking twin, your AI twins gonna come in and fucking just choke you out. So there's no bodily fluids, no, you might shit your pants when he does, but there's no fucking, there's no mess. And then they just like, you won't even know it. Like your neighbors all got killed and were replaced. By, were killed by their ai fucking replacements they're all going to be fucking gone and you're going to be coming across the street talking about them, talking to him you're not even going to notice it until you offer him a coffee and he says he doesn't want one and it's that's that's weird frank loves coffee he can't drink it then you go into the house he can't drink it well that doesn't mean anything yes it does he loves fucking coffee you know and then what if he, what if Frank just decided to lay off coffee for 10 days like I just did? And then you go out and you go to blow his robot head off and, you, and all of a sudden brains come out. And you're like, oh, fuck. You know, and you jump in your car, you drive halfway down your driveway and they flick the kill switch with a flick of the switch. That's what they should have done in the Senate. They should have played ACDC flick of the switch and then they could have sold it. Then we all would have been cool with it. All right. Look who it is, everybody. It's old Zip. <laughs> Good up. Host, ad lib. Talk about some of your favorite holiday movies. Um, favorite holiday movies. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That has a Christmas scene in it, doesn't it? No. I don't know. I just think a guy hammered in his pool drinking fucking margaritas out of a pitcher. To me, that's, it's a wonderful life um i'll tell you one that i saw the other day the one that i saw the i saw a little bit of it i don't know what the name of it is um it's got the guy in it from the movie who's married to that chick oh my god how long have i been fucking i gotta stop poking the cell phone up to my head i can't remember anybody's name what what fucking holiday movies do i like Alright, I like all those claymation ones. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh I like Elf Um Die Hard. That's a good one. Anyway, to make these holiday classic, it takes a team of talented people, from actors to editors to props people, the sound crew and more. And when it comes to building such a team, whether it's for the entertainment industry or a wide range of other industries, you need to hire the right people. The best way to do that? Well, you know what it is, everybody. You know what it is. You do know what it is. It's all zip. (laughs) and right now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash burr how does zip help you round up the brightest team well they have powerful matching technology and with the way corporations are sharing information you know they already got your retina and your fingerprints uh ziprecruiter uses this to find qualified people for a wide range of roles invite to apply see a top candidate you're really interested in no problem ZipRecruiter makes it easy to send them a personal invite. Hey, big boy. Huh? You want to look at spreadsheets? To encourage them to apply. Attention grabbing labels. Zip <laughs> offers labels for your job post that oh, for your job post that speak to flexibility, like remote, training provided, and more, so you get the applicants you want. You know why they want you to work from home, right? You know why, don't you? That's so when your AI replacement comes, they can kill you in the house. It's not at work, and, and their hands are clean. I'm tying it all together, man. Uh, make your hiring a little merrier with Zip. That's my favorite one. The heavy metal devil read. Um, it starts going forward with Zip, and then we rewind it. Four to five. Employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Uh, just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash burr. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash burr. Spell out burr. B-U-R-R. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Oh, just, you know, that's like fucking, what's her name? What's her name there? Mary Lou Retton, the way I stick that landing. Policy Genius. Um, Policy Genius. Policy Genius. Did you ever, you ever hear that Bruce Jenner, the reason why he became Caitlyn was because he was jealous of Mary Lou Retton? Just how good she looked in that American flag bathing suit that she was wearing, but for some reason was doing gymnastics and was not swimming. I'm just going straight conspiracy theory. I'm just going to see how many of these will stick. Just write these on Reddit. See if anybody will do it. All right. Policy genius. The holidays not only allow us to spend time with the family, but are a reminder of how important our responsibility is to protect them. That includes planning to secure their futures. Life insurance is an easy way to give your family peace of mind. You know, in the future, they're actually going to have a a kill switch on you as a person. (laughs) (laughs) And when you don't do what they want, they just shut off. Your life switch, and it becomes the kill switch. And that's why you need life insurance from Policy Genius. Uh, if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Luckily, policy, policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies, and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help talk you through it. Oh, luckily. They help you compare options from top companies and their team of licensed experts are on hand to talk you through it. Even if you you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer protection your family. Of course it doesn't. Your family needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. Unless you're a CEO, you get the golden parachute. Uh, with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day uh, approval and avoid unnecessary medical exam, exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. The technology is easy. It uh, makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Policy Genius has licensed award winning agents. Who can help you find the best fit for your needs? Your family deserves peace of mind. A life insurance policy through PolicyGenius can give it to them. Head to PolicyGenius.com/Burr or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com/Burr. Here's a question I would ask Dave Grohl: Like, how do you like play guitar in a band for a whole damn tour, right? do all these world tours and all that, and you can still play drums that good. Like, I wonder how long it takes him to get, like, back up to speed. This is total nerd drum talk. Like, that, he just, ne- he comes back. It's like he never stopped playing. You know, I don't know. You know what it is? I, I just know what it's like when I don't play drums for a while. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I would think that he would have the same problem. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, I would say you're on the same level as Dave Grohl. You fucking Guitar Center fucking dad. You, I'm an idiot. Anyway, um, you got to check that out, though. I'm telling you, his, his playing in that, everybody's playing, the dynamics, the vibe. Um, I got to find out more about that concert, where it was, why I missed it, and all of that. I've only seen Dave Grohl play drums live. I've seen the Foo Fighters a bunch of times, but I've only seen him play drums live once. And that was when I saw that um, Them Crooked Vultures uh, concert. I blew it so many times. I should have seen him in Nirvana. I should have seen him when he did that tour with Queens of the Stone Age. The amount of shows, the amount of shows that I've missed. Um, Anyway. But that's what—not what life is about. You don't think about the shows you missed, everybody. You think about the shows you went to, you know. Like when I saw Fleetwood Mac when Lindsey Buckingham had already left. I think that that was a good one. Um, <laughs> Peter Green was gone. Lindsey Buckingham came back, and uh, I just—I don't know—I don't know what version of that one that I saw was. That was like the. Uh, You know, when they have a strike season and they have like scabs, they had like two scabs in the band and then the rest were sort of seventies era, two original members. Anyway, why don't I shut the fuck up and read, read some of the, uh, ain't putting a goddamn kill switch on my fucking truck. Do you know what I do love about gearheads is they'll figure out a way around it, you know? And what I actually respect about hackers is they'll figure out a way around it too. Um, that's what I think. You know, remember, we used to always steal cable. You get one of those little black boxes. There's gotta be a way. You know they'll make it a felony. Well, so what, I'm self-employed. What, I can't, I can't vote anymore? It doesn't fucking matter anyways. I voted for Bernie Sanders these last two fucking elections and you made it impossible. You just like, no, fuck you, Hillary Clinton. Fuck you, Joe Biden fucking cunts. Um, Anyway, saying hello. (laughs) Hey, Billy Beluga tits. Come on, man. Dude, you guys are going to be impressed with me in 2024. You're going to think it's AI, Bill. I uh, I am doing really well. Oh, Billy, no bread. Billy, no sugar. Billy, no desserts. Billy, no fun. Laying off the coffee. Laying off the cigars. Look at all the fucking energy I have. I mean, it's safe to say I've been a, I've been a loud fucking idiot through this whole podcast. Um, say hello. Okay, saying hello. Billy Beluga tits. Uh, longtime fan slash podcast listeners. I've seen you a ton over the years. Thank you. Thank you for coming out. But my favorite show was one year when you performed in a white suit at the Orpheum in L.A. for New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You know what was happening simultaneously was Motley Crue was having their farewell show at the Staples Center. Remember that, and they signed that contract. We will not come back and tour ever again. If we do, we will sue ourselves. And they're and they're back. I'm glad they're back. Um, at the okay, fucking hilarious show. My wife and I had a great time. Old Dads was great, man. We enjoyed it, especially myself as a new dad. 32 years old with the four-month-old. That's not old. I mean, maybe it's old for your first one in a military town or something. That's not old. You're you're, you're good. Um, I saw you at the L.A. Auto Show with who I thought was Dean Del Rey. Yes, you did. I wanted to stop by and say what's up and also tell Dean he has a sick singing voice. Yes, he does. I saw you guys jamming out in an Instagram video a while back and I started following Dean since then. All right, this is just all complimentary so far. It's almost like I wrote it. And you're also one of the most underrated 55-year-old fucking bald ginger dad drummers out there. No, he didn't write that. Uh, Anyway, for the question, are you fine with fans coming up to you and saying hello? The way I read the situation in the moment, it didn't seem like the time or the place... Might be different if I ran into you at the store or after a show, although I did run into you at the comedy store once and you were less than pleased, but probably was due to how I approached. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Cause I don't, I usually don't, it usually doesn't bug me um, when I'm at a show. Um, Anyway, hope you enjoyed the LA Auto Show. Although it was a bit of a bust this year with so many brands not there. Isn't that the truth? Thanks and go fuck yourself. Um, I I don't know. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind if people come up and say hello to me as long as they're not, uh, you know, weirdos, you know, if I'm out with my kids and everything like that, I mean, that is not my favorite thing, but I also understand that like, I've brought this on myself by being in this business. So this is what I, if you're cool, I'm cool. If you're fucking weird, I'm going to get weirded out because I don't know what you're going to do. So, uh, you know, and then there is the outside thing. You know, I am a human being. If I'm not in a good mood, if I'm in a rush, if I had a bad set, like I won't be as cordial. But the thing you guys have in your favors, I have a crushing need to be liked. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few times I said, no, not now. And then I walk by, ah, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just, I can't, I can't do it. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it's a great problem to have, you know? Because I've lived the other thing. Being in this business, nobody knows who I am and get, doesn't give a fuck. So, I mean, if that's the price I have to pay, that is. All right? So there you go. But if I'm with my kids, I would appreciate it if I could just have the dad time. Um, but other than that, I, I don't mind. I usually just start breaking balls when somebody comes up to me. If they seem cool. Like I said, if you come up and you seem weird, I, I get I get fucking, you know, I get all scared. Like, what is this? What is this person going to do? All right. Converted... My husband. Oh, Jesus. Hi, Bill. Long time. I like how open ended converted what? To listen to my podcast? Converted him to my comedy? Brought him into some religious cult? Converted my husband. Uh, Hi, Bill. Long time podcast listener and a huge fan. Unfortunately, I'm no longer allowed to listen to you on loudspeaker because my husband is, and I quote, tired of this old man just yapping and complaining about absolutely (laughs) nothing. It has to be unhealthy for him and you. I mean, I can't argue any of that. Your husband sounds like a fucking smart guy. So now whenever I listen to to your podcast on my earbuds, I feel like a fatty sneaking a Big Mac. Is this cheating on my husband? No, he, he can't tell you what you can and can't listen to. Um, No longer allowed. Jesus Christ. I mean... You, you, it's, you know, I'm not trying to cause a fight, but, you know, you can... It's a podcast. I'll just... I just won't listen to it when you're around, you know? Anyway, anyway, she says, I forced him to come to your show with me in Syracuse to convert him, convert him to the dark side. He did feel out of place in the sea of Carhartt hats and flannel shirts, despite him looking just as pale as everyone else. In the end, he loved your show and laughed out loud a couple of times. Ah, oh, look at that. Fast forward a couple weeks later... He was the one who pointed out that Old Dads is on Netflix and we should watch it together. He's a, old, he's, a, he's a Billy Old Director fan now. Look at that. During the Thanksgiving break, we also watched Leo together with my in-laws and my three-year-old daughter. We loved it. Such a great movie for aged three to 73. Congratulations on everything so far. and can't wait to watch your special when it's on Netflix. Loving this Bill Old Dad era sincerely a singaporean fan in new york um well that's great I'm, I'm psyched that you converted him but he also wasn't wrong i felt like i was in a bit of a funk for the last couple of months because i was just really overworked and i was i was smoking cigars every day and fucking drinking coffee. i was in survival mode when i was out on the road and i wasn't paying attention to shit i had nothing to really talk about. So I probably was just going on bitching about fucking nothing. As opposed to this week when I, I feel like I'm bitching about something, you know? Ocentric. What I can't remember the name of it. Oh, oh, oh. What the fuck? Ocentric. It's not Ocentric. I can't remember <laughs> Oh I was singing it early. Oh good, it's out of my fucking head. Oh, Billy, no short-term memory here. I talked about kill switches. I talked some conspiracy theory. And I talked and I talked. I right, returned return to reading. Hey, Billy Bookworm, you've been bitching a lot about how you fell out of the habit of reading, and I think a lot of people sympathize. It's too easy to get quick doses of stimulation with our phones. Oh, by the way, you know, I got a message from my phone, said my, my cell phone usage, my daily usage was down by 30 something percent and said I only looked at my phone for six hours and something. I was like, what? There's no way I'm staring at my phone for six hours. And I think, well, I play games on it. I go to the gym. There's like listening to music count. Six fucking hours? You know what happens is I watch TV and when I'm watching TV, I watch a lot of old shows and I just start going, who's that actor? Are they still alive? What did they end up doing? And I start looking them up on my I'm doing research on the show that I'm now not watching. It's really bad. All right, so this person says, My hot take is that all shorts, all shorts, S-H-O-R-T-S, forms of media like Instagram reels, TikTok, YouTube shorts, etc., should be banned entirely. They are a poison. And it breaks my heart to see corporations feeding kids this addictive content before they have the wherewithal to even recognize what addiction is. Kids, I mean, I fell for it too. I now, you know what, my new philosophy with my phone is me being on my phone in front of my kids is I might as well be smoking in front of them. It's just a bad thing to show them. It's showing them that, you know, sometimes my my daughter will be like, dad, dad. And I'll I'll be like, what? You know, because I'm watching somebody fucking killing it on drums or something like that. And I, I get like upset for half a second that, she's, that my daughter's talking to me. And then I go, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got to put this thing down. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I, I agree with you. On the bright side, a group of 40 states is suing META, META, for knowingly making dopamine-manipulating features and fueling the youth mental health crisis. We are experiencing, uh, fueling the youth mental health crisis we are experiencing. So hopefully something comes from that. Here is the link if you're interested, an NPR article. I love that 40 states got together and sue a corporation. Do you know, I went into, uh, what the fuck, Nordstrom's. I go into Nordstrom's, I go into the fucking toy section, you know, pajamas for kids and everything, and then they had like this little like artsy thing that looked like kids made and there was a few spaces open i was like oh is this something for kids to do i can't remember if i told you guys i fucking it was right near the register and then i i look where i think there's a sign way in the corner and i think it's explaining the the little art exhibit thing that they had and i look at it and it says warning something about like there's mercury in our glasses that could cause cancer and blah, blah 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 buy them at your own fucking risk and I'm thinking, like, well, why don't you sell different glass frames? You're not talking about drinking glasses. Like, what are you talking about here? And why does that little sign make you exempt? Um. I'm telling you, people, we 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 really got to stop this conservative liberal horseshit, and we need to all get on the same page, which will never fucking happen. But it would be nice if, if you're intelligent, if you look at it, things, if you look at things rationally, if people are calling you a centrist. That's all good things. All right? That means you look at shit rationally because sometimes you need to look at it conservatively. Sometimes you need to fucking let it run a little bit, you know? Sometimes you need to hack a kill switch on your 2026 Camry. Um if you wanna if you want if you want help, fucking with porky pig there. If you want help maintaining your habit of reading, maybe you can leverage the listeners to keep you on track. Why not a st- start a Billy book club, BBC for short. You can read along with listeners and it would give you something else to talk about on your podcast. That's actually a fucking great idea. If it gets popular, you could start awarding your favorites a stamp of approval like Oprah. <clears throat> I never thought Oprah read those books. She was too busy like ruling the entertainment industry. How does she have time to read a four a page book every week? Except instead of A fat O, it's a pair of old freckled freckled ginger balls. I love every aspect of this idea. A fun book to hear you talk about that's been brought up on the podcast before is Catch-22. It's a very very funny satire punctuated by incredibly moving insight into the depravity and futility of war. It also has cars, planes, and whores. So you should have the ability to keep up just fine. (laughs) The offer... The author, offer the author, Joseph, I just said offer, and I thought this guy's last name was Hitler. The author, Joseph Heller, has an incredible comedic mind that I think you would appreciate. Just make sure you buy a version with chronological references as the order of events in the book is difficult to keep straight. Thanks for all the laughs. Loved old dads, and go fuck yourself. Well, that's a good idea. I'm currently uh, reading Reggie Watts's the brilliant Reggie Watts' autobiography. You know, I got the kids. I don't have time to, I I read like a chapter a night. Like I'm not gonna be somebody who's gonna be like burning through books. Like I read that book on a flight from here to fucking Missouri. Like, how did you do that? Was it a joke book? These fucking people that can just burn through it. Like that's, I'm not, I'm not built that way. All right, you might be built that way. That is not how I am built. Anyway, well, just like that. Look at that. We did it. We did a goddamn hour, and, I, and you know what? I'm gonna say this is one of my better podcasts in recent memory because I'm fucking clear, clear-minded here. Um, so today is my tenth day. This is what I used to do. I used to go ten day, a ten day fucking cleanse of none of this bullshit, and um, I think I might start doing that with like social media. You know, I'll just make some videos or whatever, whatever the fuck I need to make. You know give them to the great Andrew Themelis. have him post them. Or I could just post them. That doesn't mean I'm on it, right? I'm not looking at it. Look at this. I'm already fucking cheating. I could just have one drink, right? I could do a line of blow. Um, anyway, uh, I kind of like this, man. I, I, I like the, uh, I, I, I don't miss coffee. But for some reason, I, I feel compelled that I need to go back to it because I have nothing else to do whatever that means. So I don't think that's a good reason to go back. I'm definitely going to go back. I mean, I got to I mean, what? I'm not going to drink coffee. I'm never going to fucking drink bourbon again. The sweet taste of fucking bourbon. The sweet sounds of a senseless argument afterwards. (laughs) Um, No, I had my fun with booze. I I have no problem not drinking booze. And I got to be honest with you. When I go out every once in a while, I, I get one of those uh alcohol free beers and they just have hop it's hops flavored hop flavored fucking uh soda water and they're they're good. They used to be terrible. I don't know, maybe I just haven't had beer in so long. Although last night, oh my god, at this dinner there was this Irish guy there, and he was talking about how he went to an Irish pub out here in LA and that they didn't pour his Guinness right. They didn't have the glass at a 45 degree angle, had it straight up and down, you saw all the bubbles, and he just said, you're gonna have to re-pour that. And he, and he, he was an Irish guy, so he had the accent. And I was talking to him about it, and oh my God. Out of all the booze that I miss on a fucking cold day, a pint of fucking Guinness? You know something? If I ever go off the wagon, I, I would be in Ireland and it would be a Guinness. Oh, God. When, imagine if it was fucking rainy out. You know? Oh, just fucking sitting there with some old guy, cracked up face and fucked up teeth. <laughs> In the middle of nowhere out in the countryside not saying a fucking word to each other just fucking drinking oh my god i gotta shut up or i'm gonna go off the fucking rails right now um i i used to i used to love that in boddington's i used to love it in the can with that little fucking marble rolling around whatever the fuck that thing was um black and tan that was the shit i mean Oh fuck my mouth is watering right now. I remember mean, one time it'd be funny. Imagine if I just kept going and like and this podcast became like an hour and forty minutes long and like the last forty minutes of it was me walking down to a liquor store and you hearing it opening opening up. And then I just went off the rails and totally ruined my fucking career. But like you would just have you you would have it documented like when it happened. You would have the audio, you know? And none of you guys would give a fuck. You would just animate the whole thing and have a great time and turn it into memes, right? Which would be perfect, right? <laughs> anyway, I was in Antwerp, Belgium. And they take beer so seriously there. Like every, they, you go into a bar, they would have like 100 different beers with 100 different glasses. Like each glass specifically designed to bring out the, 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 the optimum level of flavor of the like the way the beer is supposed to taste it's just it's amazing it is amazing all right jesus christ what do i do next talk about cigars um all right so i'm gonna uh yeah tomorrow technically i could smoke a cigar i could have coffee but i don't feel any desire to do it i'm definitely not smoking cigars i might have a coffee later on this week but uh I don't feel any pressing need to. And you know what I do like is I'm back to taking naps in the afternoon and uh, that's good for the old brain there. Jesus, Bill, what are you going to talk about next? Your problems with your feet? I mean, this is what, the, you know, I'm aging naturally, people, all right? I'm not taking, oh, 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 fuck. What is it? Oh, No. Is it, oh, Maybe it is. That doesn't sound right. Well, I'm not fucking looking it up. Anyway, that's the podcast, everybody. Go fuck yourselves, and I will check in on you on Thursday.